Welcome to the Balanced Being Podcast with Guni Sodi. Your life made simple. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Balanced Being Podcast. I hope everyone's doing well and staying healthy and just, you know, trying to really find the bright side of all of this. Today, I am super excited to introduce a good friend that has just really evolved into not only a friend, but a mentor and somebody as it's a sounding board and somebody I really look up to and has started an amazing company that many of you may have already heard of. Me and Ian Lopatin is my guest. He is the, I believe, Ian, you can correct me if I'm wrong. He is the founder or co-founder of Spiritual Gangster. And we met at a Robin Sharma event and just really hit it off from there, really enjoyed kind of what each of us did. And I really looked up to him and adored him for what he's made of the brand and his story. And I'm super interested to learn more about Ian, but more overall, just bring you guys the value and get a perspective of somebody who really started a company to really give back and to be have people really feel the movement of what kind of what they can do it's not it's not just about putting on a t-shirt or a yoga pant it's much more about who the brand is about and i'm super excited and really humbled to have ian you on the show and the program i really appreciate it buddy thank you so much i appreciate your time and thanks for having me on and i hope that you and your family and everyone's healthy right now taking care of yourself, taking your own supplements, I hope. <laughs> we are, we are, yeah. The We've been doing really good and hope you are as well. We were just kind of chatting earlier with Ian that, you know, he, he is uh, kind of taking advantage of this time, spending more time with his family and, and enjoying Arizona. So, Ian, if you don't mind, let's kind of get started with, you, with your journey, my friend, because a lot of people here, I think what's going to be helpful for them is there's a lot of people that have downtime here. You know, a lot of people are, and I believe people at their core are truly creative individuals. Maybe we can walk them through kind of the evolution or the start of Spiritual Gangster and help people discover how they can really tap into that creativeness and and at the end of the day, create something and execute on that vision. And who knows, start a business, start a movement, start something to help people or bring value to the world. So if you don't mind me asking, how did the whole Spiritual Gangster movement evolution began? So my background is I grew up in Detroit and then ended up going to college in Nashville. And then I went out to California to law school and was entertainment lawyer in LA. But while I was in law school, I really fell in love with yoga. I got addicted to yoga. I was highly stressed out at the time. And like I went to my first yoga class, I remember when I was just like immediately felt I was like, wow, this is great. So during law school, I you know, started doing more and more yoga and I was watching yoga boom, like in the early 90s and people, you know, when I first started going, there was like eight people and by the end of the year, there'd be like 50 people. And then I went to Florida my mom, actually, when I was growing up, my mom was always into alternative stuff and yoga, she would have yoga teachers from like Swami Satchitananda's ashram, like come to our house and mm-hmm. where she'd teach and, you know, have people in every once in a while. And so when I told her, and she, and, uh, she gave me a yoga book, and I flew back from Florida visiting her to L.A. with the yoga book in my hand and a bunch of my law work, et cetera. And next to me was this Indian guy and his wife with a satin, a tiger jacket, and 
halfway through the flight, <laughs> I picked up my, my yoga book and the guy taps me in the arm. He goes, you do yoga. I have Bikram. So I was like, oh, wow. wow. So, and Bikram at that time had like, you know, I was like, you want to see my book? He's like, I got my own book, 2 million copies. So I felt like that was a huge <laughs> sign. And I think part of life is you get signs from the universe. And for me, that was a big one. So I like went to the bookstore when bookstores still existed. I think there was a Borders in Westwood at the time was at UCLA for school and bought his book and started going to his class and then ended up doing a teacher training. And then my last year of law school, I wrote a business plan on, on a chain of yoga studios. And I ended up quitting being a lawyer after a year and moving to Phoenix, Arizona, where I live now from LA and opening a chain of yoga studios called At One Yoga. And it was wow. during that time that uh, Spiritual Gangster really got created. I would teach yoga all over the world. And part of what I would do is teach yoga to like hip hop rap music from like Tupac to Biggie to, mm. to other type of music. And what I found is that you could get a whole group of people on the same beat. It's like a school of fish by using like music and combining them with yoga. For 10 years plus, we did that all over the world. And here we had a quite a following, a big teacher training program. But a friend of mine after class one day, she said, you're like a gangster, a spiritual gangster. We ended up making, <laughs> it was a great one of those times. And we ended up making t-shirts for the yoga studio. And about 13 years ago, or maybe about 10 years ago, we sold our At One Yoga business to Lifetime Fitness and gave us some time to figure out what we wanted to do. And Spiritual Gangster was more like an expensive hobby. My wife, Vanessa, she's like my other co-founder. She was making all the t-shirts and we were like printing on blanks too and out of the garage of our house. Like our kids sometimes would even label them at the, uh, at the kitchen table or in the garage. We were shipping it and it started really small. And after, you know, a couple of years of it being an expensive hobby, we're like, this is really, we have something here. And how can we take what we learned in yoga and community and connectivity and making people feel good? And how do we scale this globally? And so spiritual gangster for us has always been about creating community and creating positivity and, you know, sharing gratitude and perspective. And, you know, we do tell people it's a movement disguised as a clothing company. Our tagline is raise your vibration because I, especially now more than ever, as you raise your own frequency, you actually increase the quality of your life, your reality, your abundance, your, just the flow of things and your coincidences, your serendipities. So I think, you know, we have a really unique opportunity right now to slow down. And, you know, I, I thought I'd have a lot more free time. I have a whole list of books that I wanted to read. I haven't even got to them, right. but I've been spending a lot of time, you know, working like, like we talked today earlier. I just, you know, did the infrared sauna. Then I sat in the cold plunge before we got on our call and, you know, making sure you're working out or doing something physical every day. So you really stay active. That helps creativity flow. And, you know, I think people feel more alive and in the moment when they can be creative. So finding different creative products that you could do, even if it's something every day for 10 minutes, like sit down, play the piano, pick up a guitar, do some painting, you know, whatever it is that, that fuels that. So you start opening those channels of creativity. I couldn't agree more. And, and I think what you pointed to earlier was so interesting. You said there's certain signs to the universe. I've heard you talk uh, when, when Robin was interviewing you too, and you have so many of these stories that connect the dots and they're so amazing to, to just see that when you truly do open up and trust, things do open up. I mean, was there ever a, a moment, Ian, when, when you were like, when you, you said expensive hobby, when you were like, you know what, I think this t-shirt thing or, or this clothing line may not work out. Let, let's kind of look at what else or maybe go back into 
kind of my law field was. And, and how did you put that into perspective? Was there a driving force behind it? I'll tell you, sometimes when the business gets hard, you know, I mean, you, you run a business, certain things don't work out. And you have inventory issues. You have to deal with sometimes customers. We, we make mistakes and that upsets customers and how to get that. And, or you're just dealing with other things. For me, every time I get in that place, I always recall what we're truly doing. And we have so many customers that say, because of your products, I feel this way. Because of what you guys do, I feel this way. And that is always my foundational base to keep going. Can you talk about that a little bit? Because I know, especially during this time, some people, it may be hard to get motivated. They may take the first step, but to keep staying on that is a little bit challenging, I could think, maybe in this time. I think you said something really beautiful, and I think that's why we connect on a deeper level. And I, I, and I know you're like you're, the business you're in and kind of the products you're selling, but I think the most important thing is it's you got to love your customer. Right. And it's not about your products, it's about your customer and how can you over deliver value and how can you take care of them and what do they really need and how do you add value to their life so they really become raving fans of what you're doing. And I think that by constantly, you're always in relationships with people, right? You know, like now, even at this time more than ever, I think that there's a real opportunity to, you know, if you're a business person, really look at what you're doing, but also really look at who your customer is and how can you how can you provide more value in their life? Um, and I think really that's what business is about. And then that's why you're doing it. It becomes easy, easy to get out of bed. And I think now there's a big shift. There's a lot of businesses that aren't going to work, right? And there's a lot of businesses that are going to work differently. And I think now more than ever is a great chance, you know, for if you have a business to work on your business and to get your business in the direction you really want it moving in. And then if you have a time to kind of look at what do I want to do with my life, right? There's so much opportunity, you know, they, it's a, they always say the symbol, uh, the Chinese symbol of all things, right? Because this, this, this virus, <laughs> right. they say, right, but the symbol in, in Chinese, the character for crisis is the exact same character for opportunity. So, you know, look, I think now more than ever, it's like, how do you structure your time? And what are you doing? You know, you are your own greatest asset. So how do you continue to work on yourself and evolve? And how, if you, you know, for us, it's like, I've always basically turn things that I've been into into businesses, right? And then you create, you know, you're figuring out how to, how to make a lifestyle for yourself. You know, a lot of times in the beginning, we probably tried to close Spiritual Gangster a hundred times. What are we doing <laughs> with a t-shirt business? We knew nothing about t-shirts. We knew nothing about, now it's a full fashion company and we make our own, but we knew nothing about any of this, right? And I think a lot of times people think you need to be an expert to do this. And I think you just got to get started. You got to get there and you're going to learn. You're going to figure it out and you're always evolving. It's like every day there's going to be something, right? And you're going to learn, you're going to expand, you're going to grow and you're going to pivot. I think just constantly looking at it as a way to, I'm here to learn. I'm here to grow. Why am I doing this? You know, and how, how do we get to make what we're doing the best possible thing we can make and really share with people about it. And that's, you know, spiritual gangster for us. It's really about the community that we're building. And even now more than ever, you know, like how do we take care of people who are want to work out at home and want to be comfortable and want to be really relaxed? And how do we give them positive content and right. things, you know, to make them to allow them to learn, grow, expand, take better care of their health? What you also touched up on is such an important point. When you said just get going, I know Ian, in, in when I was starting the business, there were so many times when I was resistant to maybe launch a certain type of, of logo or branding or product. But then 
something inside of me was like, look, I've tried my hardest. I've, I've put my blood, sweat, and tears into this. The rest, of course, I'm open to feedback and we can pivot. I think a lot of times people block themselves from just getting started. And the truth be told, as Ian also mentioned, guys, is that I don't know anybody that really has everything figured out before they kind of get going. You know what I mean? Like so many examples of just huge corporations. Like I've heard, you know, Facebook with a news feed, they didn't know what it was going to be like. And, and a lot of times I think they, they made so many products that failed, but that's the beauty of it. You just get going and then trust the universe will show you and give you feedback. And then being a responsible business owner, it, it's your job to pivot and pivot in the, in the direction that's going to take your business forward. Listen to your customers, listen to your feedback, listen to your employees, listen to your suppliers and vendors. And that's really, I think, becomes the, the sounding board for success. Would you, would you agree, In You have to have a passion for what you're doing and you have to want to be able to get up and go and do that every day. And it, you have to believe in it. And I think that you have a real purpose of a why behind it. And a lot of it, you know, my dad always used to tell me, you'll figure it out. So Correct. I think you want to be smart. You want to be able to learn. You, you have to have, a, I mean, optimism is important and having a positive mindset, but also being grounded in reality and, you know, learning the skills that need to happen. But I do think that, you know, I have a saying, it's like, just get to the starting line. So many people are worried about like the finish line. Just get started and then you'll build momentum and things will work. And, and there's always different levels, you know, that what took from, you know, we built a, a small yoga business from one to two to three to studios to put one in the hotel. And then we were, you know, now you, it takes different things to get your business from zero to a million, from a million to 5 million, from 5 million to 10 million, from 10 right. million to 20. You know, there's all these different things that you need to work. And what works as the business, it's like a child, right? You're not treating your two-year-old infant the same way you treat your 15-year-old, right? As you're a business, you know, owner uh, and leader, you, it's, it's almost like parenting, like and you're building a culture and you're building values. And as it grows up, different things happen, right? And you're, they have to treat it differently and, and being able. But really the thing is, is like what worked in the beginning isn't necessarily what works now or is going to work in the future. So it's, you have to be adaptable. And I just think having like a, the mindset is key in life and business and in anything you're doing. I Correct. think having the, having the right mindset and really, really understanding that that's the root of your successes and also the root of a lot of your, you know, I don't want to call them failures, but your learnings because right. you're always everything you might think is a failure, but it's a learning, right? What's the lesson here? And a friend of mine once told me sometimes the cost of education goes up after school. So, yeah. you know, it's you can have one. some lessons. And, and so how do you get, how do you learn lessons, you know, an easier versus a harder way? And how do you, you know, see it before, you know, see it look down the hill if you're like a skier, look further down the hill so you don't wind up in it. But I think, you know, the advice that I have to people now is figure out what you like to do and spend some time doing that, right? And if you play to your strengths in the beginning, you feel better. You, you know, there's all these things like happiness in the indexes. When you figure out what you like to do and you do those things, your whole life is awesome, right? Right. So I think this is a real, real chance for all of us to realign our lives. And even in your business, how do you contribute in a way that is your unique ability? Because everyone's different. I believe that what you're touching on is so critical, especially for people right now, is, is so many people are looking for that kind of the reassurance. But I would challenge people to say that 
all of us have the opportunity to provide value to people. You know, when, when, when I think I've told you this before, Ian, when, when my brother passed away and I went through what I did, I don't think when I was going through it, I would have ever looked back and I would have been like, wow, Ian, that was one of the most probably amazing lessons that life could have taught me about, you know, first of all, life, how, how it cycles. Secondly, the power of my mind. And third, my emotions. Because before that, I had no idea how powerful the mind could be to help me positively and also take me down a negative path. And it is because of these experiences that, you know, really drive me to help people out that way. And I think that's what you're saying when you say that, you know, find something that you're insanely passionate about, because at that point, it truly doesn't feel like you're working. I mean, there's, it truly turns into something that you could just go on hours for and and just keep on helping people. There's an interesting thing, and you know, it's a course right now being offered on happiness, and it's, it was the number one course at Yale, mm-hmm. and it was uh, it's being offered for free right now online, and it basically is like a six-week course, and but one of the things that it talks about happiness, and really, when are you the most happy, and people talk about flow state all the time, but a lot of times, people, you know, who have these, you're looking for things in your life that allow you to use a degree of skill and have success. And to have focus, right? So right. it's like you're, if you're bored, you're not really happy. And if you're like doing something that you're not good at, you're not really happy. But if the more skill you accumulate and then you get to, because if you have a lot of skill and then you don't get to use it, you're not really happy. But it's like, how do you really find something that you enjoy doing that you get to better? Whether like, you know, if you're a skier or you're playing guitar or you're a surfer and then put yourself in the places where you get to experience that at its, at its highest. And even for business, right, you know, whether you're a speaker or a writer or, you know, if an athlete or even, you know, when you're, when you're, when you're making, you know, your magic and what you're doing, how do you allow yourself to, to get in those places, to be in the zone? And I mean, I think that's when people feel the best about themselves, lives, and, you know, depending on who you are and what your, what your skill sets are. But for me, it's like, it's important for me to be curious and be creative. Right. And to share my insights and perspective. That's kind of like why I love being on your show. Why I go speak with Robin Sharma, who's, you know, one of your my, he's become a great friend of mine. I'm a huge fan. I've learned so much from him and from his perspective. Or you were talking about earlier, like Tony Robbins, right? Right. But, and then also the, I think, you know, one of the greatest magic for, to fertilize abundance in your life is just gratitude and being consciously grateful right now. Beautiful. You know, you turn, you turn on the news and it's just so much garbage. And there's so much fear. Correct. There's so much. And it's, you know, to me, fine. If you want to get a little update, watch it, you know, 10, 20 minutes once a day. But don't, because if you, you can't, you, it's impossible if that's your input to really, to have a high frequency and high vibration. So how can right now use this time to read great books, learn great content, stay healthy, you know, put things in and also be grateful of all the stuff you have. You can focus on you know, every day, like, thank you if you're for your kids or your relationships or your parents or the beautiful roses. Right now I'm sitting in my office and I have this amazing rose bush and some hummingbirds right outside or the mm. birds that are chirping now so much more. Love it. Or so the, just the more that you can focus on, you know, the relationship you had your, with your brother, what your brother's inspiring you to do every single day, you know, right. in your life to share your gifts. And I think that when you consciously repattern, you know, and Robin Charlotte, you know, we wouldn't learn from a lot. He talks about 66 days of 
habit formation. So, I mean, most of us are going to be locked down for 66 days. What Correct. a great time to build new habits. Such a good you know, point. And if you, so I think that, you know, we're just, uh, you know, and I think business people, you know, listen, people, are, business is changing. People want to make money, right? And I, you can make money from home and you can work from Zoom now. There's so many more things that are possible that are going to be rea our reality now and into, you know, our future. So I think this is like an awesome, this is an awesome time and opportunity for people to really, it, for me, it's like I, you know, I like to play golf. It's like we're at the halfway house of my life. So mm. I play the front nine. I get to take a little rest, <laughs> you know. <laughs> That's awesome. It's and wonderful. kind of look at things. Yeah, and then we're going to go out and play the back nine at some point. You know? Right, But right. I think that this is sort of like a, it's a really unique time. And I think when we, we're, we're older in our lives and we'll look back out of this, and there's going to be a lot of things we learned during this period that we were just all moving too fast to see. You're right. You're absolutely right. And when you mentioned the news, I, I spoke about it earlier on an earlier podcast. I said, you know, take a news fast. The, the media is so keen on selling negativity because that sells, right? If you were to watch the news for an hour, you would feel so completely different like you. The vibration would be much lower. It would be based on the fight or flight vibration instead of much more of the higher consciousness vibration, which is much more on creativity and balance. So you're absolutely right. Stay informed. Uh, you know, we're both saying the same thing about staying informed and, and for you and your family. But beyond that, I think it's, it doesn't serve you a purpose. And I think what, what you're also saying, Ian, is, is find that thing. Now, now that things are changing, you can do so much more at home to stay disciplined. And you're absolutely right. Most of us have already been probably quarantined for about, you know, a month and I'm going to go a little longer. So why not create some of those habits and rituals that Robin has exposed us to and, uh, and that you want to do and, and take for yourself as well. So uh, I just, I think it's, it's a really interesting time right now. And of course we can't ignore the reality, you know, like we said, be informed, but also understand that, that there's so much you can do with the internet and, and, and open up an Amazon store, do something, you know, you can sell stuff on eBay start a channel on YouTube. There's just so much you can do. Ian, I'd like to ask you about how important you feel it is to have a vision when you're beginning something. You mentioned something beautiful, and I love the spiritual gangster vision of raising the vibration and the consciousness. So can you talk a little bit about that, of how important you feel it is and how important you feel that it, that it, it kind of takes to the vision really, you know how Steve Jobs says, you don't have to be pulled by the vision. The vision will pull you. For me, very important. You know, yeah. I feel like whether it was whatever you're building, and I think, you know, that's my role. Everyone has a different archetype, but my archetype is definitely that of a visionary. Mm. So I'm always working, you know, I think there's two realities. You have the business that you're in and the business you want to be in, or the business you're building. So I oh, spend beautiful. almost 90% of my time working on the business I want to be in and how does it look like that in the future, right? We have operators, we have managers who are always, you know, and I have, and you have to be grounded in reality though. And like, what business are you in now? But to me, it's always about the vision. You know, one of the greatest things that I'm so proud of already is from the beginning, we've been partners with Feeding America and we've had over 12 million meals. That's so amazing. That's been, wow. You know, you know I, my, my goal is to feel, feed well over a hundred million meals. Amazing. And I, and I, and right now, even more than ever, we've doubled down on that partnership. So I think there's so much, 
but I think having a clear vision for what you want to do and you have a compelling why. And I also think too, you know, one of the things why we chose Feeding America, things like that, there's a guy, Geisha Michael Roach, who talks about karmic business partners. Mm-hmm. But I believe when you kind of make karma, the energy, the universe, God, whatever you want to name it, you make them partners in your success. So it's bigger than about just you winning or making money, but finding to help other things that you believe in, you know, so you have more energy behind reaching your own goals. But I think clarity is everything too. So when we're back to vision. If you, if you get clear on what you want to create, you can create that. But having, if you have a lack of clarity in your vision, whatever you're going to build is not, you're going to get confused. It's going to be clear. So the clearer you can be, it's just like manifesting. You know, you be specific. My mom always used to say, when you're manifesting, be specific. So you're always right. going to get what you ask for. So just make sure you ask for it. So the clearer you get, the more specific you can be in asking for it. And that's especially in business. I mean, like everything comes from the vision. And I think too, you know, you talked a little bit earlier. Did you ever think it wasn't going to work? Whatever. As a leader and as a visionary, you have to always know it's going to work because it working or not is coming from you. That's so beautiful. Those are some nuggets you just dropped right there, man. That, that's, that's awesome. I, I love how you said you're always, there's two parts to it. The business that you want to create and the business you're currently in. And that, that's such a perspective shift because I'll be honest with you, some, sometimes I'm caught in the middle of both. And I'm sure as, as you are as well. But, the, but now as, as you've grown and transitioned, you know, that, that's, that's kind of amazing. Well, that, even for us, we were in a wholesale business, but we'd always wanted to be a, a on, direct-to-consumer online business. You know, we were 40% direct-to-consumer. Coming out of this thing, you know, we're, our, our business is going to be much, now we're more, this, the business that we had to evolve into is what we've been wanting to evolve into for so long, right? Right. But it's important to be able to say, here's where we are, here's where we want to go. And then, you know, one of the luxuries of being a small business is you can pivot much quicker or easier than big business, right? Correct. There's a... You know, there's a, it, there's a really interesting story that uh, Malcolm Gladwell did. You know, people are listening, just Google Malcolm Gladwell. It was in Outliers, but it's about David and Goliath. Right. And it's the fact that in times of change, you know, David didn't go put on all this heavy armor when he went to fight Goliath, right? He mm-hmm. was an archer and he, he, he was in the hills and the rock. So you have to be able to think like an underdog and you have to be able to pivot. It's not just about copying how the big guys do it or doing it that way. In fact, those ways won't even work right now, especially in these times. If you're an entrepreneur out there, you're working on your own business. It's important. I think it's not only important, it's vital to think, to think like an underdog, to think like David, how can you get more with less? How can you leverage technology? How can you, whatever you're doing, you know, and I think versus just kind of copying how the big guys do it. Because if you look, if you look what's coming out of this, I think things are shifting. And I think that the way things were done before is not going to be the way that really, you know, makes a difference going forward. Absolutely. And I think it also is going to spark a lot of innovation as we've been talking about of new ways to do something. If you don't mind, Ian, can you talk a little bit about when you guys first, you know, when everyone obviously heard of the coronavirus and COVID, what was, what was the first thing that, that you kind of did as soon as you heard in terms of your business like were you thinking okay did you have kind of all hands meeting this is how we're gonna do it or what was kind of the process around it because it's always interesting to talk to different people that run organizations and the communication so good question you know and I think you know we were aware of this early on you know January Mm -hmm. but for me when I looked at it 
and this is, I guess it's fun. It's not funny, but it's interesting how you have so many blind spots. This is a great example of a massive blind spot for us. Interesting. Okay? So, so we looked at Corona at the beginning as a supply chain issue for some of our stuff being made in China. Is right. it going to get delivered? Never did I ever think it was going to be a demand issue and affect the global pandemic, right? We were looking at, are goods going to get delivered on time? Are they going to make our goods? Our factories are closed. Are they going to do this, this, or that? What's going on? How are the people there? But that was what it was like. And then all of a sudden, in, you know, in the course of, let's call it a month, you know, mm -hmm. and even like really in the course of a week at the end, it, it became like, wow, this is what we thought was the issue wasn't really the issue, right? Our factories <laughs> in LA are, are closed. Now what every store in the world is closed. So our wholesale business immediately shrunk to zero overnight. Right. right? So there were all these things on it, but that's a great example when you look at something that what we thought was the problem right. or was going to be the issue wasn't even the issue. <laughs> right? right. You know, we're not even the really big issue. It, it became <laughs> something completely different. So, you know, we've done everything. Everything's, everyone's working from home right now. We're using Zoom. We're using technology. Um, we're focusing online. We've been adding like a ton of content. You know, we've had, we've been doing daily different things. I think what you're going to do something in the future with us to share right. Ayurveda with all of our, our gang. Right. Um, so, but for us, we've been really focusing on how can we share tools, things that we use, uh, content, other things with people who are, we call them in our gang. And then, you know, for our people, we, we have a lot of, we have a lot of, um, virtual time together you know we had a zoom mm. call today it was our president's birthday and he's a surfer and he loves hawaii or loves he lives in florida but he's a, so everyone was in like beach theme on zoom oh that's you know, awesome you're, you're man find, <laughs> you're finding different ways to connect and you know like build community to me it was i was thinking the other day of like what a what a miss of i we you know what what we thought was coming we completely misread it to me, it's a lot of our supply comes from India, you know, the Ayurvedic supply. That's where, that's where our manufacturing unit is. What's interesting was that over there, it, there was no delineation between essential and non-essential. So it was just complete shutdown for the time being to kind of get the pandemic under control. And so I literally was able to airlift a few last ingredients for our products, luckily in time, because the sea shipment is, you know, much bigger shipment was there. So it was just interesting. You're absolutely right. I, I never would have thought that over there it would have been a complete kind of a shutdown. So, I mean, it, it's so interesting when you look back to some of the decisions and some of the inferences that you make end up being completely different. And in the blink of an eye, you know, this thing just, this thing came mm -hmm. and, and just, man, one day it was, <laughs> we were planning to go to, um, I'm sure you've heard of it, uh, Ian is, is, you know, South by Southwest and Expo West, at some of the supplement shows, and those were canceled. And I didn't understand the depth of it then, but then, when South by Southwest got canceled, I was like, you know what, this, this thing is, is going to be serious. So, I mean, that's how quickly it changed, but we adapted. We're doing much more heavy on content, which is why I'm just so you know, grateful to get you on and, and provide more value. We're much more focusing on, on how people can strengthen their immune systems and, and take care of their mental health at home. So it's been a really nice kind of pivot for us as well. You know, now more than ever, I think what you're offering people is what, really it's going to help their life. I mean, they're helping their health, their wellness, their, their immune system. And right now your immune system is everything, right? So I, I think that that's one of the reasons too, why I want to share with what you're doing with, with, you know, we call it our, our gang because it. um, it's all about 
learning, you know, and growing and expanding and what can I do to be healthier and what can I do to have more vitality and how can I have more energy? And, you know, as, a, as you become healthier, I, I totally believe you become wealthier. And, you know, it's like the quality of your energy determines really the quality of everything in your life. So um, I think that, you know, it's amazing what you guys are doing. And I think the products that you're sharing people, you know, now more than ever, they're relevant. Thank you so much. It means a lot. My, I have so many of my friends that they know you guys because, I mean, they're hardcore yoga people, but they just love what the clothing, it, it, it's, it's interesting, Ian, like they love how the clothing makes them feel, you know, and that's, that's what you said. You touched up on that. And, and guys, I can't reiterate that enough. Like at the end, it, like, like Ian was saying, it's how you, the connection with the customer and how you make them feel. And that was my, that it's also my why of getting up. I, so many emails, DMs, and, and Instagram messages and Facebook messages that we get to say, hey, look, because of your products, I'm able to not have joint pain. I'm able to get up. My mind is not so runny. And so my digestion is better than it's been in years. So, and we get those all the time. And that just gets us going. And I imagine, you know, you guys probably also make people feel amazing and just be able to maybe do different things that they weren't able to, you know? So, well, I mean, I'll tell I'll share you something that triggers for me because it's, it's one of the things that really sticks out in my mind. So probably 20 years ago when I was teaching yoga, I was doing a yoga, I took a yoga retreat to Italy. And one of the days I went and I went shopping in Milan mm-hmm. and I was at one of these fancy stores and trying on stuff. And the person, after I tried this, this shirt on and pants, they're like, how does that, how do you feel? Mm. It's stuck in my mind ever. Cause it's like, how do you, it wasn't like about how you look. It's like, how do you feel? Right. And that's the thing that's always been, relevant that we've taken and applied to spiritual gangster and i you know jokingly say this is like superhero clothes for adults like under roof <laughs> because like when, when you put it on how does it make you feel and i have people i can't tell you how many people like i just you know people a friend of mine is has dealing with cancer some other stuff and for every time he wears his chemotherapy he wears his warrior shirt That's or for amazing. every time i do this Beautiful. thing it's a spiritual gangster shirt because it represents more than just a t-shirt or a you know, it, it puts him in a certain state of mind. And that's why we, you know, it's so important for us, the sayings and the slogans are not just random words, but we really, it's all about spreading good vibes and positivity. And, you know, when people, it's like, you know, sometimes you're wearing your spiritual gangster, your shirt and, you know, people are, give you a nod or they look at it yep. too. It's like, I'm on the team. So it's, but it's really about making people feel better. And that's got to feel good for you. I mean, and, and you were saying your, your karmic kind of, that is karma, man. When you're raising other people's vibration, it's, it comes back. And I think you've been blessed by the many things that you share with me of, of you know, how you truly get, get these amazing opportunities and just the, how the universe opens up. And I, I think that, that, goes to, that goes to show how, how your karma is coming back and all the difference you're making for people, man. So... it's honestly Ian. it's it's such a pleasure to have this conversation i know we're limited on time and i got to get you back probably for a part two because i'm sure we've just kind of (laughs) tickled the the top of it but what i always like to do is when i have guests on is i like i like to get to know the guests a little more on a personal level so if you don't mind unless there's something else that you'd like to share i usually just kind of fire off questions here and i like to catch you off guard because that makes it kind of fun if that's all right with you Go for it. All right, bud. Great. What is your favorite book that you would pass on to your children to read? 
the book that hop pops in my head is the game of life and how to play it by Florence Griffith Shin. Wow. And it was written in the 1920s, but that's a, it's a great one. Nice, man. I, I haven't read that. I got to check it out. I'm going to write it down and probably get that on Amazon. Another good person that we follow is seven spiritual laws of success by Deepak. I, I, Every time I read that, I just I love Deepak more. Yeah, it gained more. So I more. I gotta have to tell you a story because you brought that up. You love really it. Really love it. Love so it. This is a great sidebar. So Deepak wears spiritual gangs, sir. Yep. He wears our stuff all the time. Wears it on Instagram. Robin Sharma loves that book too. He's, you know, he he sent me a note or something. He said, Ian, have you read the Seven Spiritual Laws of Success? I said, Yeah, I read it before. He's like, Listen to it again. So mm. I I downloaded it. I I listened to it. I'm flying over to L.A. I'm on an airplane take, listen, the whole book on the airplane, taking notes, everything. <laughs> I land, I look in my email. I get an email from Gotham Chopra, Deepak's son. Hey, wow. Ian, how you doing? I was wondering, my dad loves your stuff. He wanted to know if he could wear it on his show or whatever. I was like, Gotham, you're never going to believe this. I swear to you. I just, <laughs> so that's how the universe works. So that's, that's amazing. That's, that's amazing. You know? I, I think we could when I tell you that story. Yeah, I think we could have one podcast with you on there just saying your serendipities, right? I mean, just that would I mean, it would make people like like how you also shared how your son I think was wanted to meet LeBron, right? And you were able to do that, correct? That's I I, I remember that story you shared. That's Yeah, that's a, that's a whole another amazing story. <laughs> I'm sure that again, that, yeah. that is I have a primary question for life. I think it's important, you know, and this is something I actually got from Tony Robbins, but you create like what what do you ask yourself? You know, and depending on like, what's the question you're asking yourself is that's really the driver behind your, you know, some people's question is, am I enough? My primary question is how can I scale with God's help, even more wonderful and abundant coincidences, serendipities and synchronicities over yesterday. It sounds like that is your, that that's kind of the, the, the motto that you, that you live by and repeat to yourself. I mean, it just, it sounds every day. Well, that's what I love ask it. myself. Love it. So it's love very, it. And I think too, what, 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 like that's important for people is like, what's what question are you constantly asking yourself? Maybe create a better question for yourself. Love it. Love it. I mean, I think that's such a, such an amazing thing that, that like right now, especially in the time we have, we can ask ourselves these questions. So Ian, what is a quote that really moved you and touched you to go Maybe make a change in your life. The idea, it's by a German poet. It's the idea of once you commit to something, everything is going to start opening up and following you. Like the province of chance, everything's going to happen. But it doesn't happen until you commit. Love it. And then ultimately down the road, things get more challenging. But it's basically you're committing to do it and then taking the actions and doing that basically bring all these invisible forces of nature to to your support and assistance but if you don't fully commit and go for it that doesn't happen martin luther king quote as well is that is that the one where he goes you don't have to see the whole staircase just take the first step i was on a, a podcast with my friend kathy heller and mm-hmm. we were talking about in, in judaism there's seven gates and right. the way it works is you have to cross through each one of these gates but until you close the gate behind you the next gate won't appear. Love so it, it actually, you have to like close this one, step out into the thing, and it, it, then it starts to show up for you. That's but beautiful. I think that's like a, and that's a universal principle in a lot of like mythologies. Absolutely.
what are the three things that you are incredibly grateful for in your life? My family, for sure. Mm-hmm. Like Vanessa and her kids and my mm-hmm. sister and my family, for sure. My health and vitality. Absolutely. And I would say right now, I'm so grateful I live in Phoenix. I live <laughs> in this great, great climate and getting, you know, I don't know if there's a better place in the world to be quarantined right now. So. I couldn't think of one, especially when you're telling me about your golf uh, routine. <laughs> yeah, and, and it's like, it's, it's perfect weather every day. Yeah. Very, super grateful. Awesome. Got a last one for you. This one's a little deeper. How do you want people to remember you by? I think I would like people to remember me by a contribution I made to make their life better. Love it. Absolutely love it. Ian, this has been so well, much. Thank you for my time, my friend. Yeah, really this, amazing. this has been so much fun, buddy. I, I need to get you back because I think we just touched the iceberg and it, it's been such a pleasure to get to know you over these years. Thank you for always being there for me and giving me the time. I honestly cannot wait for the community to, to hear this. And guys, I would encourage you guys to listen to it again. There's so much value that was dropped here. Ian, thank you so much for your time. Thanks, buddy. Have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your day and stay healthy, my friend. Thank you, my friend. Take care. We hope this episode helped make your life simple. It would mean the absolute world to us if you share, subscribe, and let others know about the work we do here. Thank you. And join us next week on the Balanced Being Podcast with Guni Sodi.